Welcome, Bantermites. We've got a real treat for you guys today. Joining Wes and I uh, in just a few minutes will be Isaac Carlson, the creator of Watso Videos, a very popular YouTube channel um, that gives detailed backstories and theories and just all around fun breakdowns of Disney characters, Disney movies, and a bunch of fandoms that, that you probably enjoy if you enjoy our podcast here at Banter. I hardly know her. So, with that being said, I'm going to go to the intro, and Isaac will be with us on the other side. What's up, everybody? Today, Wes and I have a special treat for you guys uh, with us today to talk about his journey, Isaac Carlson of Watso Videos. Isaac, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Great. We are super excited to have you, Isaac. And for those of our listeners who might not be super familiar with your channel, could you give us a little overview uh, for our listeners of like, what do you do and why should they check it out? Sure. So on my YouTube channel, Watso Videos, I go and dive into characters' backstories and go through different Easter egg connections and theories and go in and explore the deep lore that exists in the Disney canon. And so I love spreading magic by discussing Disney and I go through all of these discussions in video format and I find it to be a lot of fun. I get to share all of these wonderful ideas with thousands of amazing people uh, that exist in my fun community. And so if if you love Disney and you want to check out some... Uh, in my opinion, amazing content about The Lion King, Tangled the Series, other uh, um, canonical films like that, and the TV series. I love animation. And so if you have that type of appreciation as well, definitely go and check out the channel. I I would say personally that I think it's amazing content. So I, <laughs> I'm a subscriber. I watch a lot of his videos. They're great. And I, as a, my listeners know, a fellow animation connoisseur so of our listeners that are that share that they will definitely get a lot of a lot of interest and learn some cool stuff about their fandoms through your youtube channel Mm -hmm. yep i I definitely do my best to try try to make it as high quality as i can (laughs) (laughs) all right wes we have some uh some quickfire questions some hot seat questions for him do we not well, Perry, we uh, we talked about him yesterday, so I think you know that we do. <laughs> I was hoping you would would be the the hot seat maestro. Ooh, ooh, maestro! What a phrase! <laughs> All right. Do you well, have our questions pulled up? Yeah, I'm just moving a little bit. All right. <laughs> Are you ready, Isaac? Yes, I am. Where did the name Watso come from? So the name Watso doesn't have any inherent meaning for it going into the creation of the channel. That was a word that my brother came up with when we were on a camping trip. We were talking about what if we made a channel someday. And so he came up with the name, calling it Watso Videos, and I wrote it down. And eventually when I decided I wanted to go start making a channel and start talking about movies online, I decided to name my channel that so that it could be able to be explored and be able to become something over time. And so as the channel began to grow and I'd be able to get uh, 
have like videos posted on it, I was able to have Watso videos be related to Disney just by creating content for it. So that's where Watso videos came from. Love it. You love to see it. All right. Second question. Second question. Who is someone you've met along your journey that has starstruck you? Who? Um, I would probably say the person that starstruck me the most was when I got to talk to Ruben Aquino on my podcast that I made. Uh, it's called Following Dreams currently, and I interview people to hear about their stories and how they are able to grow and develop their careers and be able to contribute to making the magic and uh, and having the ability to follow their passions. And so Ruben Aquino is the animator who did Adult Simba and Ursula and mm-hmm. Anne Lee Shang and so a lot of memorable characters. He was the supervising animator on a lot of them. And it was so amazing to be able to speak to him. And he was like the first kind of like Disney legend who I ever got to speak to. And so that was just incredible to be able to have him talk to me and be able to tell me that he enjoys what I've been able to work on and create. And it was just very, very humbling to be able to speak to someone who had so much influence over the films that I have enjoyed so much in my life. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah, I can totally relate to uh to that we had the chance to to have uh, swampy marsh on our show pretty early on and mm-hmm. i'm a humongous phineas and ferb fan and he just having him on was just like i was smiling the whole time it was amazing and mm-hmm. i mean my name's perry so <laughs> you can imagine <laughs> i have i have some kind of attachment to that show but mm-hmm. so i can relate all right wes what's the next one all right isaac favorite disney princess go rapunzel Rapunzel is my my current favorite right now after Tangled the series. Very guessed that. Yesterday. I, I thought you'd pick that after a lot of your recent videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, all right, all right. This one's gonna take some thought. So it's a it's a weeknight. You're tired and you really want a milkshake, but obviously we're in quarantine, so you have to make your own. So, can you make a milkshake without milk? Hmm. I would say I would say that you by definition you can't make a milkshake without milk. But I would also say you can have a tasty dessert that could supplement a milkshake very easily without milk. But would you still call it a milkshake? I would probably label it as such even though I think by definition it would be an incorrect statement. Right, is, sorry, that's one sure. of the best answers I've heard yet, honestly. Yeah, but at the same time, we got to make sure Jacob doesn't hear that one because he'll just say that he was right. Well, but, well, what Isaac's saying, though, is that it is it is not a milkshake, even though True. someone might call it a milkshake just because it's easier to call it a milkshake than something else. I'm Maybe okay with that. We I'm satisfied. A, we need to come up with a supplemental name. That's, uh, well, that's, that's probably what we should be focusing on is like a different word to call it. All right. Yeah. That one's, that one's a thing that we've been, we've been trying to settle for years now uh, with it's a specific <laughs> friend of ours. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a thought provoking question. for sure. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you liked it. Oh man. All right, Perry, you want to ask the next one? Oh yeah, sure. Because you don't this, Disney this, as this much. Is all, this is all, you. <laughs> all right. So this next one, 
Splash, Big Thunder, and Space. You can only keep one mountain. Which one do you keep and why? Right off the bat, easy. Splash Mountain. I, I'd keep Splash. For for the grand majority of my my existence, I would say Space Mountain was what I would probably keep. But in recent years, based on how much I enjoy it, how long Splash Mountain is, I love the animatronics, I love all the songs, I... It's a, I find it like to be a complete experience. It's like a dark ride, water ride, and it's got the big drop at the end. I think it's fantastic. I love getting wet on it. I love going on it. I would say Splash Mountain all the way. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I, I Another podcast I listened to did like a poll and Splash got like far, fell far behind the other two. And I was so disappointed. Wow. Because um, space is great. Big Thunder's great, but Splash is just another level of like classic Disney ride for me. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I the Big Thunder Mountain hype, I I don't fully understand it. I I think <laughs> there's like a certain set of people that stand the Frontierland, but I it's just not it's just not my favorite mountain. Especially especially the Disneyland Big Thunder. That one's really a kiddie ride, I think. But Disney World pretty fun, but mm-hmm. All right, Wes, what's the next one? All right, Isaac, if you could be a state capital, which one would you be and why? Hmm. I would probably say, since I've grown up in Wisconsin, it seems like I need to say Madison, Wisconsin. I'd, I'd be there because it's, it's where I grew up, so I think I'm more integrated into the, the culture of Wisconsin, even though I'm not super into what they're best known for, the the alcoholic beverages of sorts. <laughs> I still enjoy all of the burgers and the food, the cheese curds, all of that. And so for that, I would say Madison, Wisconsin. All right. I, I posed this one yesterday when me and Perry were just brainstorming. He's like, Wes, why are you asking that question? <laughs> so I was like, why not? <laughs> I was like, all right, go for it. <laughs> hey, we love Culver's. So thank you, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Culver's is a staple. <laughs> Uh, I felt so, uh, so like a Wisconsinier or what, however, whatever you, a Wisconsin, is that is it, it's a Wisconsinite? I don't know. Yeah. Wisconsinian. <laughs> Wisconsinite, I believe is what I typically would say. Okay. I felt just like a Wisconsinite when I drove through Wisconsin to Minnesota this summer, but I made sure to stop at a Culver's in Wisconsin because I guess... <laughs> You got to, mm-hmm. right? Because <laughs> apparently it's a, it's a different feeling. But all right, Wes, here's the most important question of our of our quick quick hot seat questions. Well, Perry, no, we've we've covered the most important. Oh, you're right. The the second one, the second most important one, that's not about a milkshake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, Isaac, rank your top five favorite Disney movies. Ooh. Oh man, and they have to be ranked. Oof. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, right off the bat, I would probably say, like, Lilo and Stitch has a very near and dear place in my heart, so I'd probably say Lilo and Stitch is number one. It's the first movie wow. I ever right. remember seeing in theaters. I love, love Stitch. As I watch it more and more, as I get older, it just becomes more and more of, like, how deep it is and how thought-provoking mm. it is, and it's so funny. I loved the series. Lilo and Stitch... Then I would probably say, after that, uh, The Lion King. Mm. I think it's just a truly iconic film. I love all the music. It's such a, it always 
makes me feel so much in it. And then that's a similar reason to Beauty and the Beast. I think Beauty and the Beast is just a fantastic story. And mm. it definitely deserved to be nominated for a Best Picture. Uh, and it's such a... I, I just love that movie. Belle was my previous f- favorite Disney princess for a long time. I'd probably say she's second now in my my lineup. Um, then after that, it gets, gets a little more tricky. I would probably say... Um, the Little Mermaid. After that, I love a Little Mermaid. Um, and then, shoot, what's after that? It it gets difficult. I love the Renaissance a lot. Uh, more of the recent films I've enjoyed. What are the other films that I talked about a lot? I'd probably <laughs> say, uh, probably Tangled. After that, okay, probably Tangled. Lo- love the Disney princess films. Love the musicals. Nice. Mm-hmm. I can already tell we're, we have a lot in common, especially with you <laughs> saying that Belle is your previous favorite Disney princess uh, mm-hmm. to Rapunzel, because Belle is my fi- my current favorite Disney princess and Rapunzel's second. So, Ooh, there you go. So, you know, we can relate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although although I do have Aladdin as my number one favorite uh, Disney movie. Oh, sure. <laughs> yep. Aladdin and Hercules are definitely two that I hear a lot <laughs> in my my circle of friends. Yeah. Wes, what's yours, your your number one real quick? I don't know. If, have you ever told me this? Oh, gosh. It's probably Beauty and the Beast. Is it Beauty and the Beast? Right. Probably. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I respect it. All right. Well, that wraps up the hot seat portion. Uh, we have quite a few, like, questions that dive a little deeper into, like, your journey into um, your love for Disney and kind of how that came to be. So our first one of those is essentially what I just said. How did your love affair with Disney come to be? And was it your love of the parks or love of the movies that started it all? So I would probably say that everything began because of the movies. I I know that I was watching the movies before I got to go to the parks. So I've been watching them throughout my whole life. There's most of them I don't remember seeing for the first time. Um, But one... But one thing that kept me coming back to Disney over the years was definitely the Disney parks. And I've been reflecting on that more recently and especially is that I feel like a lot of my childhood is tied up in going to the Disney parks with my family. So the Disney parks are very near and dear to my heart. But when I decided to start cultivating my love for Disney into a YouTube channel... It went back to the movies because it was something that I just kept going back to, that I loved learning all these different things about the stories that I cared about and being able to share that with people. And so I would say that it definitely was a mixture of the two, but the the Disney parks have left a big impact into my childhood, and the stories are just something that are so accessible to me that I, I love to continue to go back to. Gotcha. That makes sense. So were you, so you grew up going to Disney pretty frequently as a kid then? Yeah. So I went to the Disney parks. I believe the first time I went, I was either five or six. And we went every other year for quite a few years until I got into middle school. And then uh, my junior year of high school, we got to go back. And I, I've gotten to go more frequently more recently. And so, yeah, for a lot of my 
elementary school days, a lot of my informative years, it was that was the big trip that we'd go on mm. uh, was the Disney parks. It was it was pretty much always Disney World. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now your website says you made your first video in 2007. So mm-hmm. how how old were you at that time? And and what advice would you give to 2007 Isaac if you watched that video today on on making great content? <laughs> so th- I was nine years old, nine or ten years old when I made my first video, and so it was over the summer. I and I was recording on a VHS camcorder, and I was just recording action figures in front of cardboard sets. And I think the advice that I would have given to my younger self is that I could take this video creation thing much farther than I ever thought I could. And it was I was just doing it for fun. And I think that's still an important thing to do is try to work on projects that you find enjoyable. And I would just say to continue to explore that, which is kind of what eventually happened was that I just get, I got to keep experimenting with video editing and recording different things and audio editing and uh, working in like GIMP and Windows Movie Maker and lots of free software until I was able to build something and start posting. But yeah, if I, I would have probably just advised to start posting on the uh, on the internet sooner, but as a as a nine year old, it was a little bit more difficult to convince, um, like my family, like I didn't even I don't even think I had a Facebook account at that time, so I I was still you know integrating myself into internet culture, uh, more. But it, I would have just said make a channel earlier, start posting mm-hmm. earlier, because I was making videos, but just not just not posting them just yet. How did you know how to make videos and edit videos at age nine or 10? That's insane. Well, at that point, it was since it was on like physical tape, I had no, I've never learned how to edit that. But what it pretty much was, was just pressing record, doing a bunch of things. And if I wanted to change the camera angle or do something different, I would just have to pause and then put it above. And then I would take out the tape and put it into an adapter to put into a VCR. Mm. And so that was that was the extent of my editing ability, but eventually I got into more digital camera and that's when I was able to experiment with it more. I did stop motions. So I was learning the inner workings of Windows Movie Maker version 2.6. And that wow. was that was the creme de la creme back then. <laughs> <laughs> what was that first video about? Do you remember? Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was a Spider-Man uh, action figure story. So it was this idea of some villain bringing all of Spider-Man's villains together. And so I had all the action figures cause it was the Sam Raimi movies had all come out and I was really into those. So I had all of the villain action figures associated with all, all the Spider-Man villains from the movies. <laughs> Wes is the, Wes is the big Sam Raimi Spider-Man guy of the Wes two of us. <laughs> Dude. Those are classics. I love those. They're, Thank you. I, it, it's difficult to top those movies for me. I just love how stylized and goofy they are. Yeah, I always. Wes and I have this ongoing argument. I think Andrew Garfield is a better Spider Man than Tobey Maguire, but he Ooh. fights me about it. I mean, Emma Stone is a good Gwen Stacy, but I let's love, not, I let's not jump that. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we did a poll, and it was like 52%. 
uh said andrew garfield something like that right Wes? they just like looking at him i mean it was only like 20 (laughs) there was only like 20 22 votes something like that but you Mm -hmm. know i have some people on my side Mm -hmm. Uh, understandable (laughs) hey there's always people that will side the people that are wrong (laughs) honestly honestly i just think like i love the movies well i i love the first one especially but i just think tommy mcguire is a bad actor in general and it's not just spider-man it's every movie he does but but that's beside the point (laughs) all right well since we already kind of talked about when you started youtubing at, at what point did you know you wanted to like pursue it as a potential career path or like full-time uh, source of work? So when I went into college on move in day, I had a thousand subscribers. And so that was a really exciting milestone for me getting to that point. And by, so that was in September of 2016. And by December I was making more than what I was at my cashier job. And suddenly I realized that this could be something that could be my part-time job that could pay me through my schooling. And so that was kind of the the light bulb moment in that period of time when I decided that this is something that could actually be something that pulls in money that could support my life and be able to become a career over time. Uh, and it pretty much remained a part-time thing for me up until I graduated um, just this just this spring in May. So at that point, I got to finally transition into being more of a full-time content creator. But yeah, it was, it was in those moments when all of the work and all the videos started to really pay off and being able to be compared versus other jobs that I could be having at that time. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, so... What was it like when your first like few videos started going viral? Like, you know, the Scar video uh, of his backstory and some of the other ones that this really took off. What was that like for you? And has it been difficult for you when you were trying to be like a YouTuber almost full time as well as being a full time student? It was a pretty exciting time. I felt I felt very, very excited to be blessed to have that situation happen to me. I felt on top of the world getting all these, like the millions of views. It was, it was such an exciting time and it was so cool to be able to have that experience and especially so young and only doing it for like, I'd only been doing it weekly for a few months, although I had been posting for years and it just felt like everything was clicking and coming together. Um, but as, as that, you know, hype for the videos, you know, definitely like it doesn't, it doesn't stay at that high point forever. I mean, really just, it was really just having school as something that I continued to have to work on and be able to do it. Having YouTube there as well. I love doing YouTube, but having so much to do, uh, was a little isolating, especially Mm -hmm. in the second and third year of schooling. Um, but I definitely wouldn't have done it any other way. It was the, I, I loved working on it. I, I had a blast doing what I was doing, but there was, there's always, there's always more to do. And so, and to just keep moving forward in building this, this channel and these videos so that it can be something that I can do long into the future. 
Yeah, I really feel that for sure. I also graduated, it looks like about the same time as you last May. And that was just after that was when we started this podcast. And, and I couldn't even think about trying to do trying to do weekly episodes of a podcast while going to school full time. Uh, that'd be crazy. So I'm sure that that had played a toll for sure on, on your like stress levels and, and, uh, it could be tiring to try to get those videos out while still getting all your homework deadlines in. <laughs> Fair, you oh, yeah. homework. What's that Wes? Fair, you didn't do homework. Well, I mean, that's true. Uh, but you know, I had to get the video <laughs> games in, I had to fulfill those quotas. <laughs> I'm appalled. <laughs> Are you really? But. Wes is a uh, an eternal student, so he's never it going away. It seems. <laughs> Perry, I had the whim of doing a PhD this week. Don't do it. Take it away. Get get rid of it. Get rid of the whim. <laughs> I'm oh. just kidding. Do it. Do it when you're. Do it when you have like absolutely no hair left. Like. Well, Perry, that could be next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Isaac. What what uh maybe were your top three videos? in your mind to work on and do research for hmm the the scars full story video was kind of a light bulb moment for me uh and so that was a really exciting one to do is that there was all of these side books that existed that were published around the time of the original lion king movie that explored a bit about what happened to the characters after the Lion King and before the Lion King. And so realizing that there is stories that most people weren't aware of, granted, there were definitely people that experienced them and knew about them and read the wikis before, but the grand majority of people I've found hadn't heard about these stories. And so being able to package them up and display them and show off different visuals and and do that was a really cool moment for me. Um, and that, you know, kind of built into a, like a villain series that I created and talking about the full stories of the characters continued to develop. Mm. The Another one was Who Cursed the Beast? And so that was kind of one of the first theories that I made that really blew up as well. That And then that was kind of like, there was all these ideas about Disney feature animation that I felt could be explored that weren't. There's a lot of people talking about Star Wars, Marvel, and especially Pixar around that time, but I felt like there was a gap in the Disney feature animation that existed, all these legacy films. And then, um, probably more recently, I it was a lot of fun to make um, the video about Mother Gothel's daughter. And once that was released in Tangled the Series, that one of the one of the characters in the show was confirmed to be Mother Gothel's daughter. That was super exciting to me because it was an idea that I had seen online in um, forums and ideas like that. And so I went through and tried to develop all my ideas and piece it all together from my point of view. And it turned out that it was true. So it was super exciting to be able to see that come true. So kind of like a big theory that I got to predict uh, because there was this long-running show going on. And so that was really satisfying to be able to create that video too. That's pretty awesome. I actually... So I haven't seen all of Tangled the Series. I haven't got to the point where that comes into play. And I didn't catch your, your video on Mother Gothel having a daughter in the show. That's pretty cool to think about. And that you predicted that. That's pretty awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> did you did you um, draw some inspiration for your from your channel from like these um, theory videos from the Carlin brothers? I know you you've it seems like you've worked pretty closely with them on a few things in the past, or uh, they got really successful doing like the Pixar theory. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, they were definitely one of the inspirations for the videos that I ended up creating and kind of a, a a bright light that you could talk about animated movies and build it into something that people really enjoyed. I definitely went through a period of time where I felt like animated movies were for kids or they were intrinsically like feminine in nature and that it was like embarrassing to talk about them. So definitely the Carlin brothers, a lot of their like style, uh, some of their, you know, how they presented their information. It was like, it was very inspiring to be able to see. And so, yeah, they were definitely one of the channels that I looked to when I was developing my channel for sure. And they continue to, and I would say I, I continue to take inspiration from channels and creators that I, I look up to, or I think are doing a great job in some way and trying to adapt that into your own, uh, style into my own videos. Mm. So, mm -hmm. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I know some of those people that are like, you see, they say like animated movie and it's automatically a negative in their mind because it's a kid's movie. And like, Oh, that drives me insane. (laughs) Wes, you know, a few (laughs) of those people too, I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, Perry, I often think of you as just a big kid. So like you call me fat. No, <laughs> you're just taller than me, like most. Uh, well, that leads us to your kind of next creative endeavor, which is your podcast, Following Dreams, which I've checked out a few of those episodes as well. And I recently listened to your um, episode with the director of Meet the Robinsons. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of stuff, man. I love that kind of behind the scenes, learning about the production of a movie, the ideas that went into characters, some of the stuff that didn't go into a movie that they thought about, you know. And so that mm-hmm. was right up my alley. So what led you to start this podcast? And then why did you decide to focus on people that are following their dreams and rather instead of like going further into like the deep dives of the stuff that you do into in your YouTube channel? So for me, I wanted a a reason to be able to have these conversations with the creators of these amazing films. And I wanted to have, I wanted to have my place in the podcast realm that would be something different. And I felt like as someone who was able to continuously be able to go towards video creation and being able to talk about movies online and be able to go through that journey that I felt like it would be important for people to hear about how others had went through that journey and that it wasn't just me. And, and I wanted to be able to, like, I love seeing the continuity of stories. That's one, one reason I love doing the full story videos on my channel is seeing the character development and seeing how, uh, a person builds upon things in their life and how it all seems to string together. And I felt like going through individuals' career paths and seeing how it always seemed like, at least in my journey, that everything built up to something. And that's what I've been trying to showcase for other people is that there's probably something that you've experienced in your life that you could build upon that will all 
that will make you really happy or that you can create your dream. And even if it, that's something that's not, you don't like have to do something extremely grand, like you don't need to become a director or an animator or something, but seeing that you can go towards a path that you're passionate about and being able to hear these behind the scenes stories of how people create their films is interesting in itself. So I thought thought like this idea of seeing how people have followed their dreams would be fascinating for myself and other people to experience. And so that's, that's what kind of began the idea of this podcast that I've created. Yeah. That's sweet, man. That's sweet. Uh, I mean, it's, it's different. You're right. It is unique uh, that, people's podcasts like a lot of people make podcasts today to focus on themselves and <laughs> and what you know like Wes and I are laughing a little bit a lot of people start podcasts today because they think they'd be great at it but I love how, what you said about like being different and you wanted to start a podcast because you wanted to get other people's stories out have an opportunity to like engage with other people so that's pretty cool that's pretty cool mm-hmm. thanks thanks <laughs> so I, I guess in the in the following the path of like following dreams, like your podcast is titled, uh, what would be, this isn't a question I wrote down, but what would be like a dream job for you? If you were to follow your dreams, where would you end up? It could be, would it be YouTubing full time, you know, and making a career of that? Or do you have something else in mind? I think I would ideally follow this YouTube path as far as it can go. That I would be able to develop what I've been working on, the ability to explore films and the parks and uh, be able to discuss all the things that I'm, I care about a lot and be able to share that with other people is definitely a dream job in itself. And maybe that will lead into helping other peoples do that as well with other channels and other hosts or doing something like that. I'm not exactly sure what how this will continue to grow and become something larger than myself. But I definitely want Disney to stay at the center of it and to continue to be a vehicle to spread magic to other people that, Mm. that can provide uh, an escape and, and a way to recapture some of the like imagination and creativity and uh, that people experience when they're young and be able to continue to push that forward as they get older, continue to have that optimism. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sweet. What's something that you're working on now that like maybe you're particularly stoked about? Is there anything in the works that, uh, that you're getting, that gets you really excited? Well, other than like currently the two things that I've been thinking about a lot are podcasting and live streaming, mm. how, how I can integrate different platforms, different ideas, have different formats of being able to discuss Disney in different places and be able to spread out where I am more beyond just YouTube. And so podcasting with following dreams has been something that, that might develop into something that's more of a, like a, just a Watso videos showcase where I'd have these interviews and maybe long form discussions It might become something like that live streaming something with video games are becoming like is a massive growing industry. So possibly playing more Disney focused IP games and having something focused around that. These are all ideas that have been circling around in my head. Mm. So just continuing to put my flair and ideas 
into different platforms is something mm. that I've definitely been exploring now that I've become full time after college. So you are full time with your with your YouTube channel since graduating from college then? Yep, yep. It was the the seamless transition. <laughs> and now <laughs> and now I'm just uh yep, soon I'm going to be moving into a house that I'm renting with my girlfriend and we'll be I'll be building up a set there and it nice. will be exciting times. I'm excited to continue to see where this goes. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I know that we had Wes and I both had have had the uh, the college student experience of get, going into that last semester, and you're like, I gotta apply to all the jobs. I gotta apply. I gotta interview every week. You know, whatever. So, so you were you were like going in. You're like, I got my job locked up, guys. So <laughs> don't have to buy that suit that you guys are all buying. <laughs> oh, I'm not buying a suit. <laughs> you're are you a renter, Wes? <laughs> Well, I'm in Perry. My degrees are in ag and education. Oh, you're right. The interviews are in the cornfields. I forgot. I forgot. (laughs) We wear jeans to our interviews. (laughs) Uh, Well, I have no more questions for you um, about that, about your career, about YouTube. Wes, you have a game to to, to kind of challenge us in our our knowledge of Disney and our uh, fandoms in that manner. Manner. So please explain, because I don't even know exactly what you end up ended up going with. All right, so I just kind of winged it. We have it's a who said it game, so it's gonna be quotes, and you have to tell me who said it. Okay. All right. right. Um, you're each gonna get a category, and we'll let you pick. How's that sound? Okay. And there'll be five questions, one through five points. Okay. Okay. So the mm-hmm. first one will be one. The third one will be three. Now, Perry, if you get number four wrong, Isaac has the chance to steal those points from you if he knows the answer. Ooh. Why okay. number four? Huh? Wait, why number four specifically? That was, ar- that was arbitrary. It could okay. Be um, and then the last, there will be a third category that's last. We'll be pitted against each other. Ooh. We'll be forced to answer at the same time. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And I get it. get it. You get it? So, I think so. We have four categories. Number one is laugh your socks off, a.k.a. quotes that I found funny. (laughs) You may not, but I did. (laughs) Uh, The second one is beastly comments, a.k.a. by animals. The third one is side comments. So um, characters that are there, but they're not that important. Hmm, But they said something. Okay. Or the last one would be sinister sayings by villains or antagonists. Mm. Oh, alrighty, alrighty. So each one of these categories has five questions, I said? Yes. Alright. So, Isaac, since you're the guest, you get to choose which one you want. Okay, I'll, I'll probably go villains. Okay, okay. Are you ready for question number one? Alright, let's do it. The quote is, it's called cruel irony, like my dependence on you. Mm. Oh, that would likely be Yzma. It is Isma. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Talking to <a> Kronk. <laughs> I did know it. All right. We love Isma here. We love Isma. <laughs> we love that whole movie. We're 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 big Cusco fans. Just so we're you know. big Empress mm-hmm. New Groove people. <laughs> All right. The poison. Number two. Isaac, I think you'll get it. Okay. Look in the mirror. I see a strong, confident, beautiful young lady. Oh, look, you're there too. <laughs> Ooh, that's an easy one. Mother Gothel. 
<laughs> we love Mother Gothel too. Actually, I don't know if Perry does, but I know I do. I like Mother Gothel. Mm-hmm. She's just she's just not elite tier villain. She's second. She's like second tier elite villain. Mm-hmm. I did a whole I did a whole uh, formula of how to decide what are the best villains, and Ursula ended up winning. That is true. I can definitely see that. <laughs> <laughs> she's right, right there, though. She's right there. All right. Number three. And don't underestimate the importance of body language. <laughs> Ursula. Wow. Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be harder than this, but you guys, you're, I'm assuming you, Perry, you've known all of these, haven't you? I have. Oh. <laughs> We're professionals, as well. I guess so. <laughs> All right, this is my favorite one from this list. Number four. Okay. So I can steal this one if he. No, this Perry, you can only steal. No, Perry, you can only steal if he gets it wrong. Right, right, right. So no, if he gets, is it when any I said of them? number four, when I said number four, that was arbitrary. Like you could do it on any of them. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. He has to get it wrong first. Yep. Gotcha. And he's probably not going to do that because he's a professional. It's not looking <laughs> good for you, no. <laughs> All right, number four. Ha. You really should have thought of that before you became peasants. Yeah, see, right off the bat, I'm thinking that's that's Isma. But are are there more than one? Can are the villains do do villains repeat on this list? It's I cannot divulge that information. <laughs> <laughs> that that it, I would say Isma. Final answer. Yeah, she double dipped. <laughs> yeah. I told you we love Isma here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Perry, you didn't get to steal. Okay, I actually was thinking that might have been Cusco, and I was then questioning you as if you were saying Cusco being a villain early on, which you can make the argument, but but I guess it was Yzma, wasn't it? It, it indeed was Yzma. All right, I just on that thousand so far. Okay. Last one. He's a guy. They're all the same. He's a guy. Ooh. Okay, so thought process it uh, seems like an ursula quote oh no hades it is hades yep there we good go good save good save <laughs> yep <laughs> wow isaac you uh nailed it there it's fun <laughs> fantastic all right so isaac got 15 perry all right would you rather have laugh your socks off, beastly comments, or side comments? I want beastly comments. Beastly comments. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, you laugh. You made me nervous there, Wes. I'm ready. <laughs> Perry, all I can say is, had you said side comments, you probably would have got it right. <laughs> I would have got all of them right if they're side. Oh, man. I was thinking, you know, those are all little non-important characters. <laughs> You'd think. Well, you, you picked Beastly, so it's too late to go back now. You're right. I did right, pick Perry. that. Perry, number one. I'm surrounded by idiots. I'm uh, surrounded by idiots. I've, I know the quote. So, but it's an animal that says it, yes? So that's the category? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, is it... I can just picture like a British. Uh, is it Shere Khan? Oh man, Isaac, 
opportunity to steal. It it is Scar. It is oh, Scar. Dang, you're right. Sitting on the ledge. That's why I, the I was I was thinking of like a, a a British voice in my mind, or like not maybe not British, but like that kind of Scar also has the same kind yep. of tone to his voice. And that's uh Perry, I know we're recording, but I just got a snap from Seth Hackney. Uh-huh. And it just says I microwaved a burger for 50 minutes instead of five. <laughs> oh my gosh. What does it look like? I need to see it. All right. Well, just said, send me the picture. Burnt. Just said, and it burnt and it stenched up the whole house and it smells terrible. How do you not realize 45 minutes later <laughs> that the burger is still in the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just reply with, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that in the episode. That's too funny. <laughs> I'm letting. I'll let him know. I'm like, hey Seth, you're gonna be featured in our in our episode. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right, Perry, number two. Okay, I gotta get this right. You do. Motto, nothing. What's a motto with you? That. Oh man, I, now I gotta pick which one it is. Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, I think it's Timon. It is Timon. Okay. It is Timon. Mm-hmm. Very good. When I read it. When I was looking these up, I thought it was going to be Pumbaa. Because Pumbaa says, Pumbaa starts it, right? And then he says, that's our motto. Yeah. And then Timon goes, like, and then he asks, what's a motto? He goes, nothing. What's the motto with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Simba says, what's a, mo- what's a motto? The first part of that yeah. quote. Nothing. What's a motto? All right. <laughs> Number three. Now, I'll be lenient with this answer. Okay. Because I don't think this character actually has a name. Really? Okay. But I'm wow. thinking you'll get it. Tricky. Hey, uh, I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> one of one of Isma's guards. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down Isma's guards. Specifically, guard. the one that's turned into a cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody else need to go home? No, we're good. Need <laughs> <laughs> to go home. Uh, you did let him go home, so she did. So she maybe she's a decent boss. She's a decent boss. I think so. <laughs> I mean, Kronk never seems, like, upset, so... Yeah. No. <laughs> Alright, fairy number four. Mom, are you sure this water is sanitary? It looks questionable to me. Ooh. An animal says this? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, is it, uh... Is it young Tantor in Tarzan? Yes, okay. <laughs> nice. Very good, very good. Alright, Perry, last one. I feel like you don't like this character okay well if i don't like it that means at least it'll stand out in my mind hmm. all he says is i do not like the cone of shame hmm. well i feel like a couple dogs say it in this movie but i think you're thinking of doug it is doug do you like doug yeah i don't hate doug he's all right he, he you, i could take him or leave him i don't know if i like doug i don't what about I you do. isaac what do you feel about doug I think he's got his moments, but I wouldn't say he's the standout for me in mm-hmm. Up. Right. He's not like mm-hmm. the fan favorite that like sometimes your your little animal sidekick turns out to be the fan favorite. No, like, somehow like a Mushu yeah. or something. Somehow Kevin ended up the favorite. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Kevin fan. <laughs> Up's great, though. <laughs> yeah, we know Wes, is, Wes thinks Up's overrated, but... I do. Very... That's a hot take. As well as Wally, but whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, currently in the lead is Isaac with 16. 
and Perry with 14. Ooh. So at least he only stole my my number one point question. Yeah. Yeah, but I figured that was going to be the easy one. (laughs) How did did I get that wrong, honestly? Thinking about that. That should have been obvious. It's like the most iconic Disney movie of all time. So the question is, you guys, you now have to to go head-to-head. Would you rather go head-to-head on Laugh Your Socks Off or Side Characters? Mm. Hmm. I'd rather go side characters, but I also want to hear the quotes of Laugh Your Socks Off, too. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, so we'll do side characters, and I'll just read off Laugh Your Socks Off. Yeah, we'll do that as like a tiebreaker if needed, but just to fun, <laughs> fun round it out afterwards. Okay, all right. So do you both have like a piece of paper or something? Oh, do I need one? Well, uh, I need you to like write them down and not... Because, Perry, if you say an answer... And then Isaac's like, that's right. I'm going to say the answer. Fair enough. I've got a note card here that I'm hoping I'm hoping okay. my brother doesn't need because this is his desk. I mean, he goes to Christian college. Why would he need it? Yeah, he should be all right. <laughs> all right. I'll do it. I'm, I'm doing it on my phone, but Perfect. I won't Perfect. look it up. Perfect. Number one. You just have to give me the character. All right. We just, we just write it down. We don't say it out loud. Write it down, and then well, then when I when you're both done, we'll ask you to say. So it. it's not a speed thing. Okay. okay, cool. Right, not a speed thing. Number one, my bark is worse than my bite. Dang. Yeah, I'm not. I don't feel too confident about that one. Hold on. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't even know if it's a dog. Honestly, but it's like a villain dog, right? Is there a villain dog? I don't know. My bark. I, f- I can hear it in my mind and hear an animal saying it. Or is it an animal? I don't know. Um, I'm going to write something down, but I don't feel confident. Yeah. All right. Tell me what you got. Uh, All right. Uh, Perry, oh. you put Corella DeVille. I put Bolt. Oh. Oh, you put Shoot. both. You're both wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah, I figured. The answer is Grandmother Willow. No way, oh, Pocahontas. Bark. And you it's thought a that? Pun. Yeah. <laughs> you thought that I would get these. That one's tough. I don't even like Pocahontas that much. That's a tough one. Good one, Les. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, well, I haven't you, seen that wait. one very just much. Just wait, okay? <laughs> you'll understand why I said I think you'll get these. Okay, that one's good though. That's a good. That's a tough one. All right, that number is. two. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. But that's not. A Disney animated movie. Perry, I put a Pixar movie in here already. Does it wait? But it's not. This one's not even Disney. I don't think. If we're thinking of the same thing. Wait, are we not? Is it? Did I do this wrong? I think you did. I think Inconceivables from Princess Bride. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll just give you both two points. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know why, but in my head, Principal Mazur said that. Oh, no, he doesn't say that. But it's because I, it's the same voice actor, and I always make fun of him for saying inconceivable. True. Wallace Shawn. Wow. Well, Wes just goofed, but it's fine. Because <laughs> it's from the Goofy movie, and you just goofed. Oh, That's the answer you wanted. Wait, Isaac, what are your thoughts on the Goofy movie? Oh, yeah, good question. I think it is extremely charming. I I always have a lot of fun whenever I look into it. Okay, good. Mm. Good answer. Yeah. Good. Uh, We'll we'll Mm -hmm. accept it. We love the Goofy movie here on the banter pod. It's kind of our thing. (laughs) I'm surprised there aren't more movies like it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm surprised that Stand Out and I2I aren't on Spotify, but yeah. whatever. Well, it's, Agreed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> out of all the things that we're dealing with right now, though, Wes, that's definitely one of the top priorities. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Tevin Campbell is sitting in his house not making money off of this? I think that's actually... <laughs> I, bet he's, I bet he's making it every time it's like streamed on Disney+, Plus. he's making something. <laughs> well, I did that the other day then. <laughs> yep, we just paid him. All right. all right, all right, back to the game, back to the game. Number three. My God, you've gotten fat. Come in. Ah, okay. I like how you picked this one, Wes. Most people pick a different one. I know. <clears throat> this is my. This is actually my favorite one of hers. Mm. All right, Isaac, what you got? Okay. I got Edna Mode. Edna Mode, Perry, you got Edna Mode. I do. Oh, go. Very good. Very good. We Edna Mode is my favorite character in the Incredibles franchise. Franchise. By far. All right. All right. I'm a Frozone right. guy myself. Number four. You can just date me, and we'll call it even. I almost feel like that's unfair because this is one of my favorites. <laughs> Isaac, if you don't get this, I feel like you're gonna kick yourself. I also think that. Oh. Oh. Hey, it clicked. It oh clicked. yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like oh, I know. I've heard this before. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, Isaac, what you got? David from Lilo and Stitch. Yes, absolutely, it's David from Lilo and Stitch. Oh yeah. That's Perry's favorite favorite answer to everything. That's like one of my favorite Disney quotes of all time. <laughs> but uh, and then I was like, wait, that's his favorite movie, so he'll probably get it. All right. Yep. We have one more, and it's kind of easy. I am your wife. I'm the greatest <laughs> good you are ever gonna get. Ooh, but what is her name? What is her oh, actual no name? I heard it on a podcast the other day. On a trivia show. Oh, wait. Oh, crap. I've heard her name, too. I don't know her real name. Yeah. I don't I don't know the real name. Isaac, what'd you put? I put Frozone's wife. Yes, I have Lady Frozone, so. Yeah, it's Frozone's wife, but I, her name is actually Honey, I'm pretty sure. Honey, that's oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's like just yeah. Honey. Not, it's not just what he calls her. It's, it's actually her name. Yeah, because uh, Mrs. Incredible... Like ass, I think it's mm-hmm. some, how's oh, honey. How's yeah. honey? Say hi to honey mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Perry. I took the L. You took the L. By one scar slash Shere Khan mix up. Man. It happened. And and the the willingness to give it to me even though I forgot honey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I respect it. If I'm gonna be beat on this show, it's gotta be by another consummate professional like yourself. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right you want to do laugh your socks off for fun yeah let's hear it for fun once again they might not be that funny but i thought they were number one was dasana on you dasana on you <laughs> yeah mushu mushu isaac just did a video on mushu recently yeah nice. number two perry let me guess you have a great personality <laughs> that one is cusco <laughs> oh yeah yep Cusco from the very beginning of the movie, about like three minutes in. No, yeah. no, the no, <laughs> no. Uh, change your hair. Not likely. Uh, <laughs> let me guess. You have a great personality. I think the not likely is like the most insulting one. <laughs> uh, All right. Number three was 
I'm getting kind of fond of you, kid. Not that I want to pick out curtains or anything. Mmm. Wait, Ooh. I know this. Oh, man. Ooh, did I stump you? Yeah, right, I've got a couple in mind. I'm trying to think what what mentor is this sassy? Not that I want to pick out curtains. Okay, I think the ones I'm thinking of are not the right ones, though. Who are you thinking of? So I'm thinking of... Um, I was thinking of, like, Blue and Prince John, and those are not it, because they're the same voice actor, but they're, I think this is newer than that, isn't it? Yeah. I would assume it's can. newer. Hold on, I gotta think of these movies. Perry Wilson. For some reason, I can only hear it said in that same voice, and so now I can also hear it in Thomas O'Malley, who's also the same voice actor. Uh, it's not him, huh. though. Kid. And it's not Oliver and Company. That one would make sense, but I don't think that's it. That would make sense. Yeah, I, I'm i stumped. Hold on, I need... Oh, it is Genie? Wait, how do I not know that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my favorite oh. movie. Genie, why do okay, I, yep. why did I struggle with that one? I don't know, Barry. I don't think Aladdin's actually your favorite movie. I don't think you can claim it. We'll fight about it later. <laughs> right. Genie's a fast talker. I literally, I literally so quotes. was trying to watch Aladdin last night, but then both my brothers were like, no, we want to watch Psych. So, oh. Psych's a great show, but if I would have watched Aladdin, I probably would have got that. All right, number four. Fly away, Stanley. Be free. Oh, man. Is that... Uh, that's from Cars. Um, it's... Uh, it's Fillmore. Mm -hmm. It is Fillmore. Yeah, the hippie bus. Yeah, all natural motor oil. <laughs> I watched Cars yesterday. I'm back. Nice. And last, also Perry, I now realize I think I like Cars more than I actually thought I did. I feel that every time I watch Cars. It's so fun. Because two cars and three. Cars is a fun romp. Yeah. Yeah. And Perry... Like, now that I'm more of a devoted NASCAR fan than I was when Cars came out the first time, the references are spot on. Mm. They are so good. Bro, I feel like if 2 and 3 never came out, Cars 1 would be like a top 5 Pixar movie for me. But 2 and 3 or, existing or just, make Cars 1 worse in my mind. I don't know. Or if they would have just stuck with the plot of being <laughs> a race car, not a spy. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I was... My thought was always, you make the first half of Cars 3, Cars 2, where he's dealing with becoming an old-timer, and the third one is him training the next generation. Mm. Then it would have been a sick trilogy. I think it would have been awesome. Mm. But, Can you, like, phone that in or something? But they with Rocky, they tried they tried a movie where he was, like, training the next generation in Rocky Five, and it didn't work. Now, but Creed works. Creed works because Adonis Creed, Michael B. Jordan is amazing. Yeah. Uh, the actor they chose for him to like portray while he was still supposed to be the star didn't work out super well. But yeah, but yeah I get you. Yeah. Cars 2 didn't need to happen. We talk about that all the time on the show. Uh, we feel very passionate about that. But 3 is not terrible. I don't love the ending. I don't know. How do you feel about that ending of Cars 3? Yeah, I think... I think it's kind of forced. I, I don't think it's a very logical conclusion. I think, but I get, like the other thing is too, is like the idea of Cars 2, you remove all of the spy aspects and the idea of Lightning McQueen going against the world stage and like the Grand Prix is a super cool idea. 
if they would have just only done that and continued to develop Lightning McQueen. So again, I think there's like, there's cool bits in the trilogy. Cars 1 is still a fun, fun adventure though. And, and I can appreciate Cars Land at California Adventure. Oh, it's Cars Land at California Adventure is spectacular. I would yeah. love it. Yeah, you you would love it, Wes. Wes, as, as our resident NASCAR expert, would <laughs> would you be able to sub out one car for another car midway through a race? You are allowed to sub out drivers. Uh huh. So, in uh, in cars, there's obviously no drivers. Right. So technically, it's fine. But see, mm. why not just if your car breaks down or like if you get in a crash, why not? Why would every team not just have the next fastest car there ready to go on in you know <laughs> like i mean it just like wouldn't work out yeah like there's, logistically there's too many things going on in that movie in that ending like, to make it make sense in my mind but mm-hmm. but it's cute and it's much 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 better than cars 2 cars 2 <laughs> yeah it makes me I agree. sad although we i think we said this recently on another episode was i i, I watched cars 2 with my brother because he loves tomater he's six years old five years old and he wanted to watch Cars 2. And I feel like the spy element is not, like, terribly written if it was people and if it was, like, Mission Impossible style. Like, if you did, like, what was going on with that is not horribly done. It's just, why does it have to be Cars? Why is it our characters that we already know from the first movie that just feel so counterintuitive to everything? And so it's like it's like they told people to come up with a great spy movie but didn't tell them that they were going to be using the characters right. from cars to do it. Well, so, well, and yeah. it, it also falls into the trap of like, Ooh, everyone loved our side character. Let's mm. give them the side character. The a Jack movie. Sparrow effect. Yeah. Right. But like Pixar is notorious for doing that. Mm. I don't understand why. <laughs> yep. Because then people realize, wait, I don't actually want this movie about the side character, but I'm going to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. I, the pretty much the only one that stands out to me that did it well is monsters university Mm. i really like the idea of exploring mike more but in my opinion i always when i was watching it as a kid mike seemed like a main character to me even though it's really sully's journey Mm -hmm. i still so that didn't that didn't i didn't mind having sully take more of a back seat because they were still both in the film Uh and they still had you know about the same amount of screen time it's just it was clear whose journey was more important in each of those and they flip flopped. Right. So, but yeah, monsters yep. is not bad. Monsters is not bad for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. I got one more. All right. One more frying pans. Who knew, right? <laughs> that would yep. be Flanagan. <laughs> Ryder. Oh, oh come on. Yeah. Good old Eugene. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He, he grabs it later. It's okay. I can edit that out for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it happens. It happens. No, it has like confused. I, yep. I can I get confused but, and put Scar's voice in a <laughs> in a totally different character. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. That's all you got. All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you. Congrats mm-hmm. on really taking fun. the win, Isaac. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I was happy to play. And thank you so much for uh, for coming on to the show and and having a chat with us. Um, we had a great time and it was, I know like it's crazy. Like everything that's going on right now, everybody's lives are different and recording podcasts is probably not, you know, the first thing on your mind. Um, so we appreciate it that you would take the time out of your day to come, to come chat with us a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you as you may be able to tell, recording right now, I'm in a pretty janky setup currently. But <laughs> 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 we're getting it more refined over time. No but worries. Yeah, thanks thanks for thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how we typically sign off on this show is we uh, we have a. Recently, poorly. A phrase. Yeah, we're struggling with this ever since we stopped recording in the same place since he's like since the the lockdown and stuff. So we usually say stay humble, stay hungry, stay hydrated. Um, So we'll have you start us out with a stay hungry and then I'll give a stay humble and Wes can finish us off with a stay hydrated. All right. Stay hungry. Stay humble. And stay hydrated. (laughs) 